Is that Batman? Are you kidding me? I don't know, what is that? I can't pinpoint it. Yeah, can you hear James it? James... Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. This is the original, actually. Not sure if you're familiar. <laughs> I wasn't thinking Batman the movie. It sounds like this, like... Almost Mission Impossible. No, but there, there was like a... I'm trying to think of what it was. There was like a really old Batman game. I'm talking like Nintendo. <laughs> really? <laughs> that sounded like this. Yeah, Isn't it cool like sounding? It is. Ugh. Yeah. What happened to the horns, bro? Right, Can we bring back man. the horns? Seriously, dude. We need you know, I watched that back. show Kill Tony, and they always have the Kill Tony band, and like they'll always bust out a horn guy. Really? It sounds so good. The trumpet or like the saxophone. Damn, uh, damn. They had a tromboner on there the other day, man. Lisa Simpson, yeah, I I... do you find something humorous about the word tromboner? <laughs> <laughs> I used to play the tromboner. That's right, man. I, I was a trumpet man. I was man. a trombonerist. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a James Bond theme song by Monty Norman. James Bond. Yeah. He is the composer. He died yesterday at age 94. Wow, poor guy. 94, man. He lived Good old age. enough to write the original theme song to James Bond, man. Good. He lived old enough to die from the COVID vaccine. Oh, dude. man. Congratulations, <laughs> man. That's an survived honor, two, baby. Survived two world wars and... Uh, Not to mention probably like some actual real pandemics throughout those years. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, Monty. He's gone. Poor guy. Poor guy. We'll be missed. Yeah. I think I was maybe thinking of the 007 Super Nintendo game. I think so. Is that the song in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. The song, the song's gone through many variations and you know different composers and whatnot. So it definitely it's improved over the years. I would say the original's kind of dated. Uh, and I actually read up on. Well, did you hear the new one? It's actually DJ Khaled. (laughs) I almost choked. (laughs) DJ Kellen presented 007! <laughs> Another one. Another one, yeah. And then actually Justin Bieber comes in half-faced. And, uh, he's now a villain. Half-faced, that's right. He can only play the villain now, Two-Face. <laughs> oh, that's cruel. <laughs> I was thinking half-faced because you got to have like a knockoff. You can't be too Yeah, you know, that's right. You know what I mean? It yeah. can't be the... so. Yeah, you could call him a uh, happy frown, or uh... <laughs> the wide open winker. <laughs> oh yeah, winker, the winker. He always looks like he's winking, right? <laughs> Not the happy frown, dude. You know, because <laughs> so it describes his life too. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> it's tragic, uh, no doubt, but man, come on. So tragic. If you went out there and, and at least, at the very least, if you went out there and got your shot and then did the little bandage picture and put it on Instagram and Facebook and all that, you get what you get, you know? It's unfortunate. Did you see but the true. picture of him on the fucking boat? No, is it recent? No, I can't handle it. They were like trying to be like, oh, look at Justin, him and his wife. Uh, whatever Haley uh, uh, Haley they're on a boat 
and you just see this guy. Like it's, it's the first picture I ever saw of Justin Bieber. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not him. <laughs> <laughs> Lying next to his 28 year old supermodel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, post like, I was like, dude, on a fucking yacht. Like, how long are you gonna live to enjoy that, bro? Ooh, I mean, I'm. I doubt you're enjoying it now, dude. Like, right? I. You had it all. You had it all. Literally, it's pretty oh crazy. Oh my god. It's too bad, man, but I don't know. Yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah, well, he isn't going to be, or he's at least more lucky than Marion Barber, uh, apparently a super athlete, an NFL NFL caliber athlete, probably the healthiest, (laughs) one of the healthiest people on the planet. (laughs) Apparently, Mike, he died from heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke, dude. Because, Because, Frank, you and I both played high school football. Right. Right. And we, I didn't even finish high school, but I only played freshman. And I knew everything there was to know about fucking heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, man. Because all they do is drill in you day in, day out, drink water, know your body, know what it's telling you. Like, don't tell me this guy died of a fucking heat stroke. No way. Also, no, dude. well, do you know why they're blaming it on the heat stroke? Because you can't blame it on the vax, right? That's offhand, off <clears throat> limits. Well, not if you mandated it. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you caught it. I flipped through several articles from it, but what I really, what really came across my eye, and this is here's a ABC News. They uh, wrote uh, NFL player Marion Barber died from a heat stroke in his suburban Dallas apartment amid record um, record setting heat wave sweeping across Texas. They're blaming it on climate change. <laughs> I'm serious. It's the first sentence of the entire article. They are straight up. Do you hear that? Died from a heat stroke amid amid a record setting Uh, heat wave sweeping across Texas. They are literally blaming the heat wave. Oh, wow. Okay. I think this is going to be the pivot. So they're. It's the heat. It's the extreme weather. They're gonna they're gonna blame all these weird deaths. I've already seen various headlines and stuff where they say like uh, why extreme heat can cause heart attacks or you know sweating in bed will cause a stroke. You know like all this weird <laughs> stuff, man. And I, they need to. Dude, I literally said uh, read a thing that's it was like a, the, the title was something about sleeping with your socks on. Exactly. To prevent heart attacks. You're right. They well, and um, the next lockdown is going to be a climate lockdown. <laughs> Shut the you fuck think up. I'm crazy, and I'm not, dude. Uh, I'm telling you. No. Yeah. Can't. Yes, you sir. Can't. Dude, you have <laughs> enough idiots. Where are you going to lock? Where are you going believe- to lock? Are you ready down? for this? The climate is everywhere. Yeah, but you can lock them in their homes <laughs> and stop them from traveling because of the uh, lot. You know, oh, we need a lockdown. No cars are allowed on the road unless you have a certain pass. You know they're gonna give that shit to the plumber, dude. I'll be driving. Everybody wants the plumber to have a, that pass. Oh hell yeah, dude! I, <laughs> essential worker. Why do you think I work work in the weed industry, man? Hell yeah. Oh, you want to be essential these days. Yeah, you're right. No, I really think uh, what I've noticed, yeah, the they, pivot for all this me. stuff, because I keep thinking, like, how are they going to distract or uh, deflect the fact that all these young, healthy people are essentially just dropping dead, man? And I feel like they, they've already kind of 
positioned themselves for the climate change angle, and it's ca- cropping up in everything I see. Dude, you're hearing stories that you never oh like oh what happened to this what happened to that guy he quit yeah dude so, something happened he like he he can't use his left arm oh what god do you, dude what do you mean he can't use his left arm he's a, he's 27 years old <laughs> what I've never I, I don't remember ever hearing about a 27 year old just not being able to use his left arm you know and now he can't be a plumber. Because he can't use his left arm? I mean, what, what is this? Dude, Justin this Bieber really can't use thing? half his face, man. He can't use yeah, Justin Bieber just, <laughs> half his face, he, just lost, he just lost half his face. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like, like, what? No, that doesn't happen. Do you, remember in the, do you remember in the 90s, the Backstreet Boys, they had to cancel their tour because one of the members lost half his face? <laughs> no, that didn't happen to the Backstreet Boys. Or in sync. Actually, all those men went on to have drug addict careers or fucking solo careers. You or know? or like, they became... Uh, um, Fat Tony. What's that guy's name? I think his name is Fat yeah, I was Tony. I'm trying to think, dude. I would. You read my psycho, dude. I, was, I couldn't think of him either. That's why I had to take it a different direction. Uh, it was uh, actually his name's Joey Fatone, if I remember Joey! correctly. And <laughs> what makes it so good is that Joey Fatone became the fat one in the group. Like they all aged very well, except Joey Fatone, which you spell fat one. It literally is spelled F A T O N E, fat one. He became the fat one. It's really perfect. Like, God scripts this story perfectly, folks. Oh, yeah. Some people just grow into their name, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if you're Joey Fatone, you grow an extra few hundred pounds. He's probably, like, when he was young, he was really, like, skinny and fit. Everybody was like, dude, that name just doesn't fit. And then he really grew into it. No, yeah. When he was young, it was probably, like, one of those ironic names, you know? Like, a little guy named, you know, Big John. Hey, here's the fat one. Yeah. And here comes, hey, I'm Joey. exactly. (laughs) Oh, he's really thin and in shape and a good dancer, you know? like. There was a point in his life where it turned in, yo, don't mention fat one. I know it was funny, like, ten years ago. Not funny anymore, bro. guy i mean no way dude he lived a great life as great life fatone and now he's coasting in the after years as the fat one i think that's a great way to live man i guess you're right plus like here's what i love about better than being justin timberlake you know yeah justin dude, nobody likes justin timberlake anymore titty. Oh, dude, grab titty. that titty on live TV, dude. No, that titty was planned. Oh, dude, that was the nipple scene around the world, man. It was incredible. Yeah. Oh. Nobody will forgive you for that, dude. You exposed grandma's titty. <laughs> dude, that was the most... Do you remember when that nip slip happened? That was literally one of the greatest things. If that happened today, it wouldn't even make the news. No, no, definitely no. not. And I think, didn't I already uh, predict that we are going to see Lizzo be completely nude one day in a, t- in a performance? Just totally nude having sex on stage. Think that's going to happen? We, about three weeks ago, had Christina Aguilera dancing with a uh, 10-foot dildo Dildo, swinging between her legs. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to happen. I can't believe we're not, I can't believe we haven't yet had people fornicating on stage. It's pretty much what Miley Cyrus' whole act was for five years. No, women are always talking about, like, porn setting unrealistic expectations. Probably you guys with these dildos, bro. Come on, come on! No way, no way I can compete with that. I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're you're really uh, you're screw you're really messing up with the incels out there in America. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. making it if worse anything, for them. If anything, 
Instead of putting a limit on the size of my gun, you should put a limit on the size of dildos. Then I could get laid oh, and I could shoot up a school. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Dude, I love it. Get a cap you size like on a the four dicks. Inch, yeah, a four-inch <laughs> limit on the dildos, you know? Give guys a fighting chance. That's right. Well, it's like that South Park where they had to lower the penis size average to make everybody happier. <laughs> that was such a great oh that was such a great episode dude. <laughs> so good when all the guys with small penises were mad oh was, furious and drove the harleys that's that right so, <laughs> so fucking good oh man i i don't know if that whole thing uh works nowadays but i i see now i see people with trucks and i'm just uh i'm slightly envious because i like a like a good sized truck, but I also at the same time, I just uh, I pain a little for the guy driving it because I know he's filling up about 140 bucks a tank. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know, even though it's gone down out here, man, I think we're up to like 460. God, that's terrible. Where are you guys at? Yeah, uh, like you go to DuPage County, you get about 540. Wow. Yeah, dude, but you know that's crazy because the motorcycle thing, like. I kind of I, I kind of did a 180 on my whole opinion as I got older. Because, you know, as a kid, you saw, like, the greasy, long-haired, leather guys. Yeah. And you're like, oh, those are the coolest guys ever, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Especially if they got the that guy... badass woman on the back hanging on. Yeah, but then you'd see, like, the guy in the loafers, but he's right. on, like, a real nice Harley. And you'd be like, ah, oh, look at this fucking f***, whatever, you know? <laughs> My opinion has totally changed. Like, now when I see the guys in the leather, I'm like, don't you have jobs? Like, how, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, the guy in the loafers, I look at him and I'm like, oh, that's a guy with a wife and three kids at home. And he's oh, just yeah. happy to get an, an hour away <laughs> and feel the wind in his hair. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, out here, especially my neighborhood, a lot of Harley guys. Uh, oh, I, I love Harleys. I really want one. I live in a fairly, I would argue, conservative neighborhood. A um, lot of car guys, gearheads, but hobbyists, people who have either lived their lives and accomplished their careers and are now enjoying the fruits of their labor by, you know... That's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, which man. is what, what I you, we've discussed about. our dreams. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> or, or guys who have no money but put all of it into these incredible rides that they're cruising around, yeah. it, you know. Oh. And I, I, I dig both dudes. And hey, look, rich man, poor man, right? No doubt about it. But I get you right. You know, uh, out, out here, uh, every time the sun is out, it, you see those. Everybody's just rolling around. It's incredible. And we live kind of by a lake, so people love kind of cruising around the lake and stuff. You get that kind of ocean feel, or whatever. So. I always tell people never, never drive a motorcycle once, because once you feel that wind in your hair, even if you're bald like me, it, you're addicted. <laughs> First time you fucking hit 40, 45, 50, man, you jump on that highway, ah, oh, you're it, that's it, that's it, there's nothing better in the world. Hell yeah. yeah I've, I've never driven a motorcycle, day. actually, I'll be honest. Uh, like I scooter? I like the the Vespas. Oh, I've I've had a Vespa. Uh, I borrowed. I had to watch a Vespa for a little while. Honestly, those are better, dude. I'm telling you. Here's the thing with the Vespa. It was cool to ride on, but I was sharing it with my roommate Al, who uh, and at the time we both had long, stringy, greasy hair, and it would just be <laughs> like, 
I don't know, you'd see these two gross hippies with the stringy long hair. Wait, you like, guys rode it together? Yes, we rode it together all the time. Uh, yeah, that's dude, how we got to work. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's white privilege, people. That is. <laughs> And hey, cruising around, two guys on a scooter in Boulder. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> two guys splitting a gallon of gas to get this Vespa to work. <laughs> Not only that, it was literally just to get the six-pack down the street, usually. Couldn't trust the other guy with our money, so we had to go together. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't trust you to bring back, back my change. Yeah, there's no change, never. Yeah, exactly. I didn't have it. Especially with Al, he's gonna go buy some smokes and you know. It's just oh, that's good. so funny, man! Yeah, yeah, that's something yeah. only poor people know. Oh yeah, dude, that was great when we had that Vespa, and then Al he crashed it. Uh, we had it for like three weeks. This girl was out of town for the summer, she let us borrow it, and then he crashed it. He hit a car <laughs> in a parking lot, totally wrecked oh, the scooter, zero yeah. injuries. Nothing happened to the That's car. That's impressive. No injuries. <laughs> no, yeah. not even car. Not even scratched. <laughs> Totaled the scooter. Completely wrecked. So that's why I stopped doing the scooter game because I realized that you could be going about 10 miles an hour in a parking lot, completely wreck your scooter and probably yourself, and nothing will happen to the other automobiles. So it's probably not a good. Oh, ride absolutely, game. <laughs> dude. Absolutely, yeah. And then Emma and I, we had a rascal. Uh no ruckus, and oh uh, those are the shit. The oh ruckus. so fun, Mike. Yeah, and oh, yeah. we really couldn't go very far with it. I it really capped out at about forty. So if you ended up on oh you had the fifty cc. Yeah, yeah. It, again, it was uh a guy left the country for like a half a year, and he just needed to pawn it on someone. So we just took it and had it, and Emma actually dropped. She like. It fell on her one time and burned this like nasty hole in her uh, like ankle. It was horrible. Oof. It was a terrible yeah, injury. Oh yeah, it was a horrible injury. Yeah. Um, and sure you enough, wear boots, man. Dude, we had this thing parked in our driveway. Uh, we were like in an apartment building, and it was gated. You had to like go in there, and some some guy went in there and stole the the ruckus. Yeah. At like nine in the morning on a, like a Tuesday. Dude, it wasn't some guy. It was some kids. It, oh, I know it was kids because uh, about you, about a month and a half later, I saw a gang of kids on these makeshift scooters that looked like a bunch of scooters yes. pieced together, and they were just terrorizing <laughs> the neighborhood, just like going in and out of yards, ripping up people's gardens, knocking over the trash cans, like taking mailboxes <laughs> apart, you know, just totally ransacking neighborhoods. And I was like, oh, there goes my ruckus. All right. There's my ruckus. Yeah. Way to put like it to, good use. To get it over the fence and all that, oh, like you yeah. needed four, you needed four six, four to six guys, and only like you know young men have. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we were in that, a nice. Kinda, like, this apartment know. complex was in a nice suburban neighborhood, yeah. and it, it was so all rich get around, kids. Yeah, who could get through that neighborhood? Yeah, like, it's not exactly. You know, and not yeah. only that, I actually my belief is they just rolled in with a truck and just two guys lifted it up onto the bed and just drove and off just, with it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my. You're belief. right. They probably are just yeah people living in your neighborhood, two kids. Oh yeah, they saw me cruising to the grocery store a few times, oh, you know, with so a funny. giant smile on my face like an asshole, and they're like, "I'm gonna take." Did that you even guy's call scooter. the cops? No. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Emma did, of course. Wouldn't. Emma's like, are we going to call the cops? I'm like, no, no. And she called the cops. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah. I always knew she was the man. I knew it. 
she made the fake typing noises, you know, on the other line. The cop's like, yeah, yeah, we're putting in the report right now, ma'am. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you said your husband's ruckus? Okay, okay. And he's how old? Uh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get right on it. Yeah, we'll bring a box of tampons for your husband on the way in. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows it's kids. Let them have it. Oh, yeah. That w- and plus, I mean, wasn't mine. I was watching it for a guy. And when I told him what happened, he also said, well, it's in a better place now. And I agreed. Yeah. <laughs> but How fun was it to ride, man? I'm telling you. Absolute blast. You, you got to get a motorcycle, man. Yeah. Get you like a little Harley, like a, even a Sportster or something. Just the, and, little, the ruckus, the scooter's uh, kind of funny because you really can't go that fast. So you're so limited to the little side streets. So you could really drink, you know, five or six beers and get behind the ruckus and have a really good time. (laughs) I actually, I tell everybody you should get like a scooter, ride that for a couple of years because you you won't get in situations that you can't get out of. Does that make sense? Like, because you're not going to take it on the really busy highways and shit like that. Right. So it kind of forces you to get a couple of years experience doing the side streets. Oh, yeah. And then you get a motorcycle, you take it on the highway, and you do, you know. Yeah, you for sure. Control. For sure. The problem is, man, I'm sure you did on the scooter. Like, I'm... When I had the scooter, at first you're all right, but then you get so goddamn cocky. Oh, yeah. You start doing stupid shit and then yep. you get into an accident, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, I didn't get into an accident. Luckily, it got stolen from me before I could, so yeah. it all worked out. And yeah, you're right. I was getting a little reckless, definitely, on my ruckus. I was you always do. Everybody mm-hmm. does. And, <laughs> and you forget that like these guys in these SUVs, they can't see you. Yeah. At all. That's right. They can't see you at all. A work van, they don't even know you're there. Oh, yeah. No, d- they can't definitely. They can't hear you. Man. They can't see you. Yeah. It's it's a death trap. No, I, no, <laughs> yeah. no doubt about it. And, I mean, you know, as far as death traps are concerned, uh, there's no escaping uh, the hole that Dr. Jill Biden dug herself into here, Mike. <laughs> But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful (laughs) as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. You can hear them groaning. That was a prepared speech. Oh, they wrote that? You, no, they didn't you write know that. that dude, no. you can, dude, you know that shit was written in there. You oh, know they practiced. You know she said that shit to a bunch of white people beforehand practicing, and they were all just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Latinx are going to love that. Make sure sorry, you... Latin- <laughs> <laughs> Latinx. What are we saying now? Latinas? Somebody Latinas? call AOC. <laughs> Where's AOCX? I don't know what to do here. <laughs> Susie, I'm going to need AOCX on the line and a Xanax quick <laughs> because this is. So, and make sure when yeah. you uh, mention breakfast uh, tacos, you say the word 
Chorizo. <laughs> They'll know you're really authentic there, Doctor. <laughs> Roll that out, uh, Jill. Chorizo. Yeah, yeah. No, your name is Jill, but when you introduce yourself, it's Hill. Hill. <laughs> You know, like a yebe. Yebe. A yebe bush. Yele. Yele be then. Si, si, bueno, bueno. Oh my god. Like, it's one thing to go into every fucking Mexican neighborhood of every major city and eat the fucking taco on camera. You know what I mean? Like, you all did it during the campaign. It's fine. It's expected. Right, exactly. You kiss the Mexican baby. You eat the steak taco. You go on your way. You know, grab some elotes or whatever. Oh, elotes, Mike. Yeah. I fucking hate that shit. uh, Sounded just like Beto over there. Oh, hey, I would say I think Come Beto is their spe- <laughs> he must be their speech writer actually. No, <laughs> he's the one that approved it. <laughs> Trust me, Hilly Biden, they love breakfast, <laughs> breakfast tacos and bur- burritos. <laughs> That's all my advice for you, gang. Buenas noches, Beto out, bros. Uh, he was the first one to speak. Huh? I told her they don't eat the breakfast tacos. It's chilaquiles. <laughs> Man, pandering is so so shit. So so bad. It's so the bad. problem. The problem with pandering is best case scenario, nobody cares. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you just called a bunch of Mexicans tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Literally worst case scenario, man. Let me come on, man. <laughs> she called Come them tacos. On. You called <laughs> them tacos. <laughs> then you're going to go out there and talk about you don't know why you're doing good with the Hispanics. Uh, I wonder why. Oh, my God. You're pushing trans movement. You want to destroy the nuclear family, and you're pandering to them by calling them tacos. This is literally some of the worst politicking I have ever seen in my entire you know, life. You know, what, and you know what I don't think people are really realizing is how bad that, that, that joke fails. You said your strength is in the diversity, just like the diversity of breakfast tacos. How diverse are breakfast tacos? <laughs> yeah. you, got, you, got a, you got a tortilla, you got eggs. You might switch it up from fucking, you know, bacon to ham, <laughs> but there's no fucking diversity in the goddamn breakfast. You literally just said, hey, everybody south of the border, y'all just a Mexican taco. Like, that is literally what you just said. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll cut out a little thing for you Brazilians, but, yeah. you know. Oh, dude, of course. A- anything south of the border is a taco. Come on, we all know that, Mike. Yeah, like, Jesus. Bad. I am really floored by this. And this all, what's beautiful about this is it comes on the cusp of, uh, what's that lady's name who won in Texas? The uh, Oh, Ma- Mayora. Mayora, Flores. yeah. And uh, you could tell that, like, the Biden administration now, they're... That's just themselves. a beautiful name. Yeah, absolutely. I love the Hispanic names, you know. Yeah, they're great. Like, who was man. I watching the other day? Selma Hayek. Oh God. Oh, Selma Hayek, dude. Jesus Christ! Just her name is sexy. Right? I just got a, I just got a little chub fucking saying the name. Mike, I am <laughs> six to midnight as we speak, sir. 
the just the whisper of the name. You know? <laughs> Selma Hayek, dude. Was she uh she was in Desperado, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. She's the one who she, does the dance she, with the snake and all that. She's been popping up in like really funny movies as like the the older mature. Yeah, she's you know, um she shows up in Adam so Sandler good. flicks actually. All the time. Yeah. And um she also I think was in that new Eternals movie, not new, but it was this Marvel movie that came out and it epically flopped nobody talked about it it was supposed well, who was her lesbian lover i'd watch that kiss dude do you know no? what dude that's funny you bring that up this was the first marvel movie to incorporate the lgbtq plus a thousand whatever they do uh into it mm. and uh marvels can't seem to figure out why all their movies are flopping ever since this dramatic decision <laughs> where they started introducing gay couples in all their movies <laughs> perplexing why don't Uh, parents want to take their little kids to go see superman kiss batman i don't understand it what's going on here and yeah i mixed up mcu and dcu i understand that all right but you know i still don't know what you're saying when you say that but perfect (laughs) (laughs) that one was for all my neckbeard listeners out there you're welcome nerds you're welcome i still think mcu's a university i don't know what are we talking here you know Given the way our culture is going, Mike, I wouldn't doubt if it like was a uh, an Ivy League school in about fifteen years. Honestly, that's kind of where I could see that us going. I wouldn't be surprised. Like Disneyland starts giving out the degrees. Wow, you just blew my mind. Like Disneyland University. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. DLU. DLU. Damn. Right. Yo, Disney, hit us up. We got fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got ideas, baby. We got ideas. Not like that crap you're putting out on Disney Plus. <clears throat> <clears throat> they can't figure no. out on Disney Plus why no one's watching their new shows. They got this new show, Miss Marvel, and the character, and this isn't new. Uh, Marvel came out with this decades ago. The character herself is uh, Indian, or, you know, uh, Pakistan. I can't remember what she is. She's somewhere in that region. And, uh, you know, Middle Eastern, let's say. I could be totally wrong okay. on this. But my point yeah. is, they created Marvel clearly, clearly created this character to be inclusive to kids of all ages when they did this decades ago, which is great. All kids should have, you know, black Spider-Man to look up to. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool, whatever. Yeah. That's great. Like, I, I do truly believe yeah. in all that. But Disney can't figure out why no one wants to tune in to a TV show about a high schooler who's Pakistani and struggling being a superhero. Who in their 30s can relate to anything like that? Or find anything interesting in that. The only reason guys in their 30s and 40s go see Spider-Man and Thor and Batman and Superman is because they grew up with it. And they just want to see... reminds you of your childhood. Yes, and they want to see their childhood realized in real life. You know, they want to see it manifested in real form. Dude, you know why? You know why if I ever have kids, I will take them to a Cubs game? Because my dad took me to Cubs games. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, it's not going to be... Well, yeah. You, yeah, the dads out there aren't going to be super stoked to go take their kid to see Miss Marvel, the Indian superhero, right. right? Like, yeah. and, you know what they are going to do? They're going to show their kid the terminal list. Yes, Don't tell your mom. That's right. <laughs> Seriously, exactly. Don't tell your mom. I'll let you just stay like, and watch this. Just like when our dad would like let us watch fucking uh, Eraser and The Sixth Day, you know? And every Arnold <laughs> movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> That's what that's what good dads do, you know. Right. And I just don't think, uh, as a dad, I would ever be, you know, super thrilled to take my kid to go 
see any of these new iterations of what they're trying to create. And on top Fuck of it no. all, the gay, the Fuck gay stuff. No. Get out of here with that. Like, it, no. it, nobody wants that, man. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. They're losing their freaking minds with that stuff. And nobody's watching it as a Because most people don't want their kids to be gay. They're okay with it if they do turn out wow, to be gay. Wow, you are right, though. That is the... And they don't want their kid to be gay. So I don't want to introduce you to it. I don't want you to even know about it. If it's something you end up feeling later on, we can go down that path. But, you know? That's a pretty wild statement. And it actually makes a oh, lot of fuck. sense. Did we just get kicked off? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> We're done. Goodbye, uh, Podbean. Uh, now you all know I'm a white supremacist. God damn it. <laughs> You know what kind of piques my interest with that is we, I guess we went from acceptance, right? Which was the main goal to celebration, which is fine. But now uh, it's considered the way or the only way or like, you know what I mean? Like it's forced upon you. It kind of reminds me. Yeah. Now, now it's, we have to teach them about it. We have to teach kids about it and raise them in this world where gay is, is like, like, it's very hard to explain to a kid that most people are not gay, but 1%, 2% are. Yeah. Right? For sure. Like, they just can't grasp that. No, it, it's a weird cultural decline. I was thinking about today uh, in, in relation to this, actually, how Lizzo is kind of the marker in my mind of the absolute decline of our cultural society. And I, I say this because... Uh, in this regard, uh, we went from uh, making fun of fat people to um, to embracing and uh, you know being uh, tolerant or whatever. Like uh, not tolerant. What is it? Um, accepting obesity, right? Our culture. Yeah. It became you shouldn't make fun of fat people, and uh, you know it's just it's, which I agree. Right, I do too. We went <laughs> it's into a that, lifestyle choice, but just like don't you know? Yeah. Well, now we're celebrating it and making it the uh, object of our desire. Right, Lizzo's right. twerking right. half naked and showing off her bare ass, and it's quite frankly disgusting. And we really shouldn't be celebrating fatness. We should be saying, look at Lizzo. She's a very talented and beautiful person, but she has a physical deformality and she needs to lose some weight. And she probably has a lot of other physical issues that she doesn't talk about uh, because plus of my her problem, weight. Plus my problem with celebrating her is you're showing other women like her. Like That's she has a Dude, she has a body style, right? Right. Which is fine. And it it could be beautiful, but you've taken it even further just because you're celebrating it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's like exactly the beyond, celebration of it is is too like, much. There are there are big. You can even watch her show. There are big girls on there who are just like naturally big, and they're they look way better than the rest of them, right? And when they finish dancing, they're not out of breath because right. they're fucking. They're just a naturally big girl. They got bigger muscles and everything. You can see it in them. You know what I mean? Like you must be talking about Jayla. Uh... <laughs> Fuck, why'd you bring it up? Like, come on. You know what I mean, though. I do. No, there's a difference. Be- there's a difference then because now you're celebrating it. So now you're just sitting there eating. You got way too fat now. You're like, celebrating now you're just- it. Now you're fat. There's a difference between being a big, bigger girl right. and being fat. And now we're influencing other people. Instead of uh, influencing the larger kid to uh, get into shape, 
so they could, you know, and just be a beautiful, be bigger beautiful woman and feel good about mean? themselves. Like, you're, yeah, you're saying yes. no, feel good about yourself now and let it, you know, be this way. Because here's the problem, right? You, that, you could watch that show, and I guarantee you, there's there's some of them that like can't keep guys off of them, right? Right. Even though they're a bigger woman. Yeah, you talking about the, the other brothers? Ones Don't worry, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's up? You talking about the brothers? I know. That's. <laughs> no, I, I mean, no. There's a lot of dude. There's a lot of like the scrawny white guys that love the oh, big like girl. The, they love it. Like the scrawny, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're if talking about. you see about. a scrawny white guy with some shitty tattoos and a wife beater on, yeah. he's got a big girl at home. Oh, yeah. Like, That's right. Giant girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cushion for the pushing, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm talking Gilbert Great Big. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry, man. No, but Too I, much of a tangent. I really do think, though, that our problem culturally is we are celebrating things we should just be acknowledging and accepting. It's like, it's, it's no different than, your overeating is no different than alcohol, right? Yes. Like, like, fine, you drink, fine, you like to drink, fine. But when it starts to get too much, we sh- you know... The people around you should start to say something, not celebrate it. I agree. You know? yeah. Oh, Frank, you're an alcoholic and you just lost your job. Hey, here, here's a case of whiskey. Let me know if you need anything. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> your skin looks green, but you know what? You do you. You are beautiful, Frank. Yeah. You know, like, Seriously. What, is that what we're doing here? Well, dude, also, like, all right, yeah, uh, you're, you like to suck a little dick. All right, yeah, okay. You're not into chicks? All right, right on. Uh, what, you're a fat, old, 40-year-old twerking in your underwear in front of a five-year-old girl on the street? Uh, okay, we got problems now. I'm not uh, into this. <laughs> I'm not celebrating this anymore. I'm not into it. Okay, I'm happy for you. I accept yeah. your, your yeah. thing. Uh, Houston, we've left Earth at this yeah. point. I don't know where but, we are. <laughs> but where did we go from me accepting your dick sucking to you twerking in front of a five-year-old girl in on the main street in uh, the Twin Cities? We got some serious issues here, and I feel like that's... This is all very encompassed, like it's all together. We, this decline of our culture right now, you could just see it right in your face. You, we're celebrating sexy as Lizzo, and we're celebrating sexuality yeah. as the fat dude in his underwear twerking on the street. This, this is really bizarre places to be. And I think that's why we have a lot of problems, and that's why Jill Biden thinks she can go out there and talk about breakfast tacos and feel like she's got no problems. You know, it's like, no, you... and that's going to win over the, the Hispanic <laughs> community. Dude, there's our fucking Christians. Dude. <laughs> dude, the Democrats, man, they support the fat dude twerking in the street. They they support the Lizzo's of the world. That's their no. party, dude. Like, no. look at your party. Yeah. You guys are fat, sexist, Do you fucking wanna... racists, man. Dude, it's not hard. Do you want to win? The, do you want to win the Hispanics? Improve the public schools, lower the taxes, fix this inflation, wow. inflation problem. Yeah, and also drop your obsession with the student loan because I can tell you one thing none of these Mexicans have. Student loans. Student loans, yeah. Oh, Frank, are you ta- remember when we were landscaping for our uncle? Don't you remember every... <laughs> oh, yeah, all the guys landscaping with us, all of them. Everybody from Honduras and yeah. all those places, they all came here talking about their student loan debt that they needed relieved. Don't you remember? Yeah, I remember Go fuck yourself, Juan, dude. whose name you know, was Jose, but his name was Juan. He couldn't get his records correct with his student loan <laughs> papers. It was just such a mess. I re- you know, I was reading uh, an article or a uh, thing about that in... I, okay, I, I would actually, I'm actually kind of all for them putting a cap on tuition. Right. 
Lower the tuition. I would actually fuck relieving the debt. You took the debt. You pay it. That's just called being an adult, right? Yeah, exactly. But I wouldn't mind taking that money that you would have spent on that. I'd rather you take the money and use that to subsidize better student loans. Right. And put a cap on the tuition. I would, I would cap the interest. Stop the interest. I'd go for that. I could go for that. What if we just canceled all interest on debts going forward? S- student loan. Student loan. That's what I meant. Sorry. But really, <clears throat> but really, the biggest problem is you're not fixing the problem. The problem is these. The, the, the problem is Harvard has one of the largest hedge funds in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're so rich, it's not even funny. And then they're charging these kids $100,000 a year. So we need to do something about that. Well, I mean, you go to high school. What do they try to? They try to get everybody to go to college. And what does everybody go to college for? A communications degree. Yeah, that's the big. That's a big problem so, too. Let's maybe fix America by ending the communications degree. <clears throat> You know who really nails it, man? The more of uh, the uh, Amish. Was the Amish? I, I I don't know. What do they do? So they they talk about how like you go through these growth spurts, right, and everything. Mm-hmm. Like you know how you ever hear about the terrible twos, right? And then uh, you know, like uh, when you're twelve, you kind of everybody goes through like this kind of rebellious stage mm-hmm. and everything. Well, those happen to coincide with like the greatest influxes of hormones, and it's like oh those yeah, are also, yeah, those are the periods where you grow the most in the shortest period of time, and uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it was the Amish. I'm trying to think of what, or the Mennonites. One of these groups. What they do is uh, like boys, especially once they hit like 11, 12 years old, they just take them out of school for a couple of years. Right. They just yeah, all right, you're not going to sit in this classroom. <laughs> Oh, and just you make know? them work in the field, or uh... they they t- they go and they learn a trade. Wow! And then if you want, you could go back to school, or you could keep going with the trade. And I think, dude, we need to start doing. I don't know. Pushing the trade. You look at a lot. Of, you you look at some dude. You know how hard it is to find somebody that just knows how to work with their hands. Ah, uh, impossible, man. These days, especially in the city. Yeah, man. Ah. Yeah, it's re- uh, that's what we need to go back to is we need to start taking these kids at 12 and just be like, you know. I mean, you guys are probably having a hard time getting plumbers, I imagine. Dude, I don't remember I don't remember anything I learned in middle school, right? Yeah. I remember get- getting my first hand job. Because <laughs> <laughs> middle school, I remember that was like all I cared about was girls, right? Right. Like, you still remember the girls from middle school, you know? That's funny. Like, yeah. Because it's so, it's like such a hormonal rush. I know people now that are middle school teachers, and the things they talk about is so fucking funny. Like, they'll talk about how sometimes they, like, literally have to separate guys and girls, like, across the room. It's wow. like, yeah, because it's, it's like, dude, yeah, they shouldn't be sitting there learning about the fucking, uh, 
the Mayflower and the Santa Maria. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? right. <laughs> you know, you need to go burn off this energy. Go cut down some trees. Go fucking weld these fucking things together. Wow, you yeah, know, you're right, this dude. Car. Yeah. And and I think, you know, in a couple of years. And then high school will put you back in school. <laughs> you're not gonna remember anything we teach you those three years anyways. Actually, the most the only thing I really remember from that school from my middle school was the IT classes. Yeah, where we same. Did pl- where we did the plastics and then we did the electronics. I remember putting together that that com- uh, computer chip. Oh, that's know? right. I totally remember that. Yeah, the IT. I don't remember the shit best. they taught me in social studies, man. No, <laughs> nothing, dude. Right. So maybe we should just spend three years teaching me how to build computer chips because I love doing it, and then now we wouldn't have that computer chip shortage, right? Oh, Instead, geez. we have everybody that could teach you about social studies right. and nobody to build computer chips. So yeah, do you get do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and you're right too. Maybe pe- more people at that age would kind of stop and notice that they really enjoy what they're doing and not want to go back. Nothing wrong. The, the, with the that. one thing that's crazy too is they've been doing studies, and those are the ages where you retain the most. Crazy, but like in different ways. So, so like a two is where you're you can like two year olds around that age can retain the like you could teach them any language. Yeah, at that point. that's why it's the best time to teach them like multiple languages. Right. So, yeah, that's pretty you're learning. It's, it's literally your body telling you, OK, you're two years old. Your mom's going to stop taking care of you. Now your brain needs to absorb and learn to operate in this world. Right. Yeah. And then you hit the like, 12 years old and you're like, OK, now's the time your parents are getting ready to kick you out of the den. <laughs> now you need to obtain these skills so, you know what I mean? Like your body is literally telling you what to do and we're just not listening or allowing the kids to do it. Yeah, well. Well, that's, that's Plumber Mike who's drunk. <laughs> that's his advice to all you parents out there. Teach your kids how to fix the fucking lawnmower, dude. Do something. Teach them how to work with their hands if you want them to fucking... Let's start real small and start it. where it really impacts my life the most. Can we teach the kids how to fucking merge onto the fucking highway? Yeah. Start right there, and then we can build off of that point. I've never seen so many people incapable of merging. It's a zipper. It works like a zipper. You keep moving forward as the lane shrinks. The, give space. And give you give space, space and you get and space. And then don't, and when this guy gives space, don't be the asshole to double up in that exactly. space. Exactly. No. One guy goes in, you zipper. You're All right, together Frank. now. Guys, zipper. it's so easy. We learned this so long ago as little people. <clears throat> Let's work together. And it's just, we all are trying to get to the same spot into this godforsaken traffic. All of us, we're going right into this traffic. Let's do it together. That's all I ask. Can't happen. I actually, I I remember ta- doing this like American Problems class, and I did. You'll never fix traffic until robots take over, because I t- I, en- I remember American Problems. That really, uh, I don't remember. yeah, remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that part of it. Uh dude, because you didn't have Doctor Noonan. That guy was a fucking. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Took, that was like the whole reason I took so many sociology classes because he was like this doctorate guy who, dude, everybody listening, if you have kids or if you're thinking about going to college, go to your community college. They have way better professors. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> who are going to teach you more than anybody at a university. Yeah. My- yeah, he was like way overqualified. But yeah, that's what they talked about is... <clears throat> You would, you'll never get rid of it until you autonomize it. Because uh, no matter, the engineers engineered that zipper. But if nobody does it, it just falls apart. Yeah. If, 
It's exactly so, it, and nobody does it. Nobody nah, knows how. Everybody I, wants to get three cars ahead. I don't care if I'm the one causing the traffic. It's I not even that. You know what kills me here in Denver? They everybody does this thing where there's all this laneage, right? It's it's coming together, and there's like a football field worth of space, but they stop because they want to get in now, right? And so they're they're yes. not gonna naturally yes. go forward and let it. They're just gonna no, stop right. here and try to force themselves in. And it just creates right. this, it's, it's so ridiculous and so unnerving. And I, I typically just end up finding myself on the shoulder driving around these people uh, <laughs> like a maniac. You know what's funny? I find myself usually when I am driving most like an insane maniac, I'm screaming out the ri- window like, get off the road, you fucking maniacs! <laughs> I'm the maniac driving by screaming at people for being maniacs. Hey, I stole your move, man. You know what I've been yelling at people? Get boosted? Hey, please, go get boosted. (laughs) Go get boosted. Can we speed up the process here, please? (laughs) Just go get it. I can tell by the way you're driving, you have at least three shots. You need a fourth. (laughs) Go get boosted and finish the plan. Finish the job, please. Yeah. Yeah, go get boosted. I thumbed down a guy uh, this morning, yesterday, and they got real angry with me. Oh, yeah? Oh, ultra aggressive. And this is the best part. I, it was a really one of my favorite thumbs down moments. Uh, he was driving really slow in the left lane, and I saw a nice opening two lanes over for a good stretch where I could pass a bunch of cars in like a nice little loop kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like kind of, you know, like a rainbow around this like chunk of traffic and I could get in front of this guy. And so I pull the move and I'm busting a nut like on this, you know, I'm, I'm crossing like two lanes. Right. And the guy <laughs> sees me and hears me rev my engine. And I as I'm passing him right two lanes over with cars in between us, I look to my left and I lock eyes with him and I give him a thumbs down. <laughs> out the window i give him a thumbs down and i push forward and so as i'm in my mind i'm thinking oh i got that whole group i'm easily gonna cruise now and get my rightful spot at the front of the line here and uh in the left lane this maniac floored it when i gave him the thumbs down and tried to outrun me to get in front of him oh wow yeah yeah man it was a race to get to a lane that i didn't even need to be in anymore i actually had to exit soon but mike you know what i still went and took the lane i still took it from him i still snuck right in front of him he honked his horn he almost drove off the road he was so mad of course i had to stick it to this motherfucker of course i did and that's what causes traffic. Everybody oh, Mike, mad. it was beautiful, everybody, and and I took my exit. Nobody with the letting anybody do what they want to do. Right. And everybody trying to fight. And, yeah. oh, it was glorious. The smile was ear to ear. I had a great day. The rest of the afternoon It was wonderful. And the thumbs down. It, it was all because of the thumbs down. I really do think if I had just done my move and popped out in front of him, he probably wouldn't have seen me or noticed. No, right? yeah, with the thumbs down, he knew what was up. Well, I, 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 perp- I stuck my arm out the window. Like, I almost drove myself off the road trying to, like, throw out the thumbs down in this guy's face. <laughs> two lanes over, mind you. I, this is like a four-lane highway. I'm two lanes over. Like, I don't even think the guy's really looking at me. I got yeah, him. he was... Oh, he, he was, was do- he knew what he was oh, doing. Oh yeah, he knew it. He you know and 
I'm sure it's everywhere, but out here in Denver, the people are very, uh, I call them, they're uh, rear view mirror drivers. They, they pretty much drive looking through their mirror the entire time. And if you get uncomfortably close to their backside, they will now make it their entire job to fuck with you the entire way. Yeah, down. the whole oh, way. Wow. That, that'll be their, their duty oh, yeah. to totally fuck with you. And they will, if they see you trying to go into other lanes to go around, they will speed up and purposely block you in. Yeah, I guess why I can't move to Colorado. I get in too many fights. Uh, it's it's the most nerve wracking thing out here. It's always like the most kind of. It's always like the most pussy of a guy that would do that. It's a soy boy for sure, and yeah. it's definitely someone who loves AR. Like a real man is like, oh, this guy's in a hurry. Maybe he's got a job to do. Dude, so you let him go. I get the you fuck know? out like, of the way. I actually, yeah. I also pay attention to who's behind me. You know, because I'm crushing the road, man. When I'm out there, I'm just freaking oh, yeah. crushing it. But if I if I see someone behind me catching up quickly, I get out of the way because I know that guy needs to get somewhere. Yeah, oh, dude, I, I'll tell you what, man. I, I thought about it the other day because I flicked this guy off and I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy because I do about equal f- middle fingers and like the apologize wave. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because so, sometimes you're in the left lane, you don't you you spaced out. Oh yeah, I screw you don't up even all the time, realize for sure. You don't even realize this guy's trying to pass. Like, Absolutely. Oh, shit. You, get, you get over and the guy's looking at you as he's passing. You give him the wave, like, dude, my bad. And he's you giving know? you I mean, that stare down, that ice cold yeah. stare down. You know it, yeah. But you know he appreciates the wave. He's like, okay, yes. at least he knows what he did wrong. Yeah, in my bad, I was clogging the left lane. I should have moved over. Absolutely. Like, come on, guys. Admit you 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 broke the social norm there, right? Our social Not contract. Me. It's the unwritten contract. It's, it's man. unwritten contract. Yes. Yeah. We have to share the roads. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it always goes down back to traffic for me, Mike. It's unbelievable. I just uh, it's killing me out there. You know what it is? Where's too? Elon Musk, man? <laughs> god damn. Elon Musk needs to give up fucking Twitter and fucking. He's getting Dude, sued. you promised me. Dude, you promised me robot cars by now. Come on, man. What's going on here? I thought I'd be. The, my robot car would be driving me from base to base on Mars at this point. What's going on here? Base to base on Mars. I just wanted to drive me home when I'm drunk. Like, I your know. car can't even drive me home when I'm drunk yet. What's going <laughs> on, man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the horse. The horse is better than your car, Elon. The horse is still better than the car. Man. <laughs> That's a callback. Elon, <laughs> it, uh, right before we started the show, they announced they're suing Elon. Who is? Twitter. Remember when they said he couldn't buy it? Yeah. So now they're suing him saying he has to buy it? Well, did you see the t- uh, stocks tanked yesterday? Yeah, of course they did. Because if he doesn't buy it, who the fuck wants a company that doesn't make a profit? Also, a company that's complete bullshit and completely infested with bots. It's all bots. It's all yeah. bots, dude. And the second, every time a deal goes one way or the other, you could tell based on how many followers you gain or lose on Twitter or whether or not a tweet you put out gets noticed by anybody. Like, it's literally pretty, <laughs> so silly how this platform works, right? And all of a sudden, all these people that were banned forever are back, except for Trump. Still can't bring back Trump. So fucking weird, man. Yeah, it is weird. It's super weird. On top of the fact that you can't bring. Well, did tr- you see the? Did you see the Gen Six? Uh, that's literally Frank, you, were psycho dude. That's literally. Frank, was literally- there was a huge breakthrough today. <laughs> what was it? 
You're not going to believe this. <laughs> it's Trump's fault. <laughs> Shut up, dude. This is a big... Hey, this is, it's Trump's fault. Dude, I literally had nothing to do today. I finally was off. I got my oil changed. I went to nice. go do my, tur- my turn in at work. And I was like, all right. Let me watch this Jan 6 hearing, dude. So the be- just the opening thing is Liz Cheney about to cry because, you know, democracy was on the verge of, of being lost. And uh, <laughs> they go, this is the, what was it, seventh hearing? This is this number is seven, s- yeah. This is the seventh hearing, dude. So we're on <laughs> Phantom Menace. <laughs> right. And, uh, <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> <laughs> J6 episode 7 Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace and uh she goes today we're we're still not quite talking about what he did on January 6th. What? Oh, oh my god. Today's hearing was like this eight-hour hearing <laughs> to finally finish covering from December sixth to January sixth. What? Or, or December twelfth? Something happened on December twelfth. Uh, what are they even, dude? I saw those headlines. Because ele- there was the like there was the election right in November. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then in December, it was like a month later, it was like December, oh no, it was like December 16th, I think, uh, Mitch McConnell addressed the uh, Senate and said that they were conceding the election to Joe Biden. Hmm. So, bro, fucking uh, J6 episode one through six was all about the election up until that point. Now they're covering- Now they're covering for well, I mean, they did a couple days where they did the surprise day, like the Hutchinson thing, because that was you know breaking. <laughs> and she literally made up everything. That was more like the um, <laughs> I guess you would call that the, the like young Yoda. What was, <laughs> <laughs> what was that spinoff with the little Yoda? Yeah, yeah, the Mandalorian. <laughs> that was the Mandalorian. Yeah, spin-off. that was the yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah, you had Good. to throw that in there, right? So it wasn't really a full episode. So I guess we are on episode six. Dude. Yeah, okay. It was a mini series. Yeah, but <laughs> but now they're finally covering from that speech McConnell gave up until January sixth. Wow. And then the next one, Man. they're going to cover his actions during January There's 6th. another one? Dude, I thought they were only going to do six of these. What happened to the six? Frank, what is... <laughs> Frank, like what? They're going till September. Holy shit, dude. They have it planned until September. So I was thinking about this. Uh, Jan 6th. Is turning into the masks, and let me uh, let me tell you what I'm thinking here. Ah, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, the more I see the mask, and the longer it goes on, the more offended I am that people are still wearing the masks. <laughs> You're offended. Your stupidity is offending me now. It's offending me. I- yeah. I'm offended by your stupidity yeah. at this point. The yeah. same with Jan sixth. You think I'm this stupid that I'm still invested yeah. here at episode seven? You assholes. <laughs> I wasn't Breaking even into it episode one, dude. Yeah, sorry. 
episode six, part A. I, I literally, but do you see what I'm saying? So the longer, no, 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 no. It's the, a joke. It's the, a joke. The more masks I see, the more I hate masks. The more I hate them, honestly. And the more the Democrats bring up Jan 6, the more I hate the Democrats because they won't lower the goddamn gas prices. I know. And you guys are Dude, wasting much... all this money and time on these oh, hearings. Meanwhile, energy. everything yes, costs what yes. it does right now. Fuck you guys. Fuck you. And every day you bring this up, yes. I think fuck you even more. Fuck you even harder. Seriously, that's Seriously. like all I could think about. And our, our, our stock market is fucking tanking. L- literally, it's and crashing you guys today. Are talking about Trump from December sixteenth to January? I don't give a fuck. I don't that fucking was two, care. Seriously, that was two years ago when the Dow was thirty eight thousand. <laughs> when, when I had money <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah. We're at thirty. We're at thirty thousand, and gas is six dollars. Can we worry yes. about that, please? Thank you. That's please. A, so listen. Listen, is the, is the insurrection what lowered the gas? Because I'll go storm the Capitol right now. I mean, what the fuck are let's we do talking one about? One a week, here? then, man. Are you <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my fucking Google Calendar. God damn! I'm fucking... I'll do one every time you do one of these fucking meetings. Actually, every... <laughs> in fact, can we just have an insurrection take out you motherfuckers so we can end all this garbage and move on with the country? <laughs> I'm on Amazon right now. I got my horns. <laughs> Somebody calls for Wonka, man. God damn it. <laughs> At least they know how to do it the right way. Jesus. So unreal, man. No, it's like uh, th- when I saw... Dude. I, when I saw that... Our, uh, I was at work and I, was, I refreshed the AP news throughout the day. And it was about between 12 and like 3.30. The top... Uh, headline was uh, Cheney's face looking stressed and yeah. this whole thing about Trump and every time I refreshed and it stayed that way I got more and more enraged like my oh, blood so was scary. boiling every time because there was just dude before it even started I wanted to throw my TV out the window yes I was like what did, it's did the CNN lead up do you know what they called January 6th bro they this is this is this is literally the quote from CNN and they said it multiple times different people the reason people like me and you don't care about January 6th right right is because we only saw the outside protest which they admit now out the outside protest was a peaceful protest right right but here's the problem frank you didn't know this January 6th was an attempted coup wrapped inside a violent riot which was disguised on the outside as a peaceful protest wow ah frank you didn't realize you were blind open your eyes (laughs) open your eyes dude you only saw half the picture bro You saw you saw the protest that got a little out of hand, but you didn't see you didn't see the insurrection inside, man. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen a twenty dollar bill on weed? <laughs> have you ever seen a January sixth insurrection on weed? <laughs> Just watch it while I whisper, ketchup in the wall. Ketchup on the wall. <laughs> ketchup on the wall. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I still don't yeah. understand the importance of the ketchup on the wall 
Uh, you, dude, it's the only thing I've ever agreed with you on MK Ultra. That was a trigger. It was. Event. They they do it all the time. Every everybody every drink bleach every was the other podcast one. drink bleach. But yeah. The, the, no, the ketchup on the wall trigger was words. such a specific phrase that hit mainstream media, and it was just bloop, everywhere. Isn't it weird? Somebody got assassinated. Maybe that was the Abbe. Oh, dude, they said ketchup, uh, ketchup on the oh. wall, and that was the trigger word, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, look, did they say ketchup, or did they say ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the ketchup. Huh. Sayonara, ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> Sayonara. And we lost our Asian uh, fan base. Go. Goodbye. <laughs> No, we How lost them long. Okay <laughs> we lost them long ago with our George Takai riffs. <laughs> Sayonara. I'm not saying it was right, but if there's ever an excuse for a concentration camp, George Takai. I mean, come on, man, come on. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go and disagree with that one. George Takai hates America. I get if you took his... that $8 billion Look, that you spent on Ukraine and you're like, you know what? We're building a camp in the middle of nowhere just for George Takai. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm actually less mad <laughs> than I am that you sent it to your, the Nazis in Ukraine. <laughs> I'll accept it if it's a dome that's constructed so that way he's unable to tweet forever. He just cannot Whoa, send a tweet out of this thinking. dome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, you know what? I lied because I wouldn't be happy with that. You got to put George Takai and Rob Reiner in there. Oh my God, Rob Reiner. What universe does this guy live in, dude? Oh, I know, dude. I feel sorry for the guy. He's losing his mind, man. He needs a fucking therapist. I see his tweets. I'm like, somebody get Rob Reiner some help. I don't even, I don't even know how to respond. To I don't him. either. I don't know how to make fun of the guy. I feel bad. I'm like making fun of a retard. It's, it's really sad. Yes, no, like, he is completely detached from reality. Dude, it's literally like your fucking. It's literally like your retarded cousin who's yelling at the radio. Yeah, like, you can't. You're like, you're like, yeah, man, but don't you want some ice cream? Just, turn it off for a minute. You know? It's okay, it's Rob. Okay. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right, buddy. Yeah, come here, get this popsicle, buddy. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. You know he's not president anymore. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two years. Two years. Believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, no, Reagan. He died. Not from the gunshot. Not from the gunshot. No, no. It's long after, buddy. It's long after. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally what you're dealing with with that guy. It's so nuts. What he? I mean, the only reason I have a vague understanding of what they're talking about in the Jan Six stuff is because. Uh, Rob Reiner is calling for his own insurrection and overthrow of the government, apparently, that Trump is running from not being president uh, and golfing all the time. I have no idea what this guy no, is no, ranting I, about anymore. Just, like, just just follow him on Twitter, and every time he goes crazy, that's when you know there's a chance six committee. <laughs> all is, all is, that's it! They got him! When are we going to lock him up? Get Trump! We got Trump! We got his wife! We got, like, dude, relax, dude. What, what? Meanwhile, meanwhile, what we really got is like a, a lifetime worth of video footage of Hunter Biden smoking crack with prostitutes. <laughs> Rob Reiner has nothing to say about Hunter Biden. You just hope we don't find the tape. You just hope we don't find the tape of him snorting coke off of Hunter's ass. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
course he did it with a rolled up piece of salami. Fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, he just like fucking swiped it up Hunter's ass crack and <laughs> ate it. That fucking. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Oh.